to the Morning Word Podcast. This is your host, Brother David, and I hope you prepared your hearts to hear the Word of God from the man of God right now. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to uh, New Philadelphia's Morning Word Podcast. This is your host, Brother David, alongside Pastor John Matthews. How are we doing this evening, sir? Full. Full. All right. Uh, and I, I'm assuming that's with the word. Amen. Amen. <laughs> uh, first thing I just want to say, um, for those of you that try to watch the services uh, earlier on Sunday morning, we had some technical difficulties uh, but nevertheless, the, we were able to re-air them again on uh, YouTube, uh, perfectly clear, clear, no hitches or anything like that, good audio, good sound. So if you get a chance and opportunity, please revisit and watch those. They're both excellent messages from Pastor Stephen as well as uh, Pastor John Matthews. Uh, but with that, we're going to go ahead and open up in prayer because I know we got a great word today that we want to kind of share with you guys. And we're going to look to heaven right now. Father, we come to you. We say thank you, Lord, because this is the day that you have made, and we will rejoice and be, and be glad in it. We thank you for the opportunity to be in one place, one mind, and one accord. We ask you right now to open up our ears so that we can hear what the word is saying, open up our eyes so that we can see what the word is trying to show us, Lord Jesus. And, and if you said in your word that if any of us lack wisdom to ask of you, and we ask you to give us this wisdom right now so that we can apply it in our life. This message is crucial for us, Lord Jesus, so that we can walk. And, and we may not know that the need may be right at this moment, God, but it may be for another moment. But nevertheless, we would love to have this word hidden in our heart so that we may not sin against you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So... <clears throat> Today, I know, uh, well, the last couple of weeks, we, uh, we did some interesting stuff. Uh, what, what do we got going on today? Will you pay the price? Ooh. Paying the price. Will you pay the price? I want to go to Genesis chapter 29. And a young man by the name of Jacob grandson of Abraham and beginning at verse one, it says, then Jacob went on his way and came to the land of the people of the East. As he looked, he saw well in the field and behold, three flocks of sheep laying beside it. For out of that well, the flocks were watered. The stone on the well's mouth was large. And when all the flocks were gathered there, the shepherds would roll the stone from the mouth of the well and water the sheep. Mm. But the stone, uh, and put the stone back in its place over the mouth of the well. And Jacob said to them, my brothers, where do you come from? They said, we are from Haran. He said to them, do you know Laban, the son of Nahor? They said, we know him. He said to them, is it well with him? They said, it is well, and see, Rachel, his daughter, is coming with the sheep. He said, behold, it is still high, high day, and it, it is not time for the livestock to be gathered together. 
water the sheep and go, go pasture them. But they said, we cannot until all the flocks are gathered together and the stone is rolled back from the mouth of the well. Then we water the sheep. Mm. While he was still speaking with them, Rachel came with her father's sheep, for she was a shepherdess. Now, as soon as Jacob saw Rachel, the daughter of Laban, his mother's brother, and the sheep of Laban, his mother's brother, of his mother's brother, Jacob came near and rolled the stone from the well's mouth and watered the flock of Laban, his mother's brother. Then Jacob kissed Rachel and wept aloud. And Jacob told Rachel that he was her father's kinsman and that he was Rebekah's son. And she ran and told her father. As soon as Laban heard the news about Jacob, his sister's son, he ran to meet him and embraced him and kissed him and brought him to his house. Jacob told Laban all these things, and, and Laban said to him, Surely you are bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh, something like that. And he stayed with him a whole month. Then Laban said to Jacob, because you are my kinsman, should you therefore serve me for nothing? Because he was looking for a, a way to support himself. He was looking for a job. Tell me, what shall your wages be? So he's saying, you can stay here and work and, you know, I'll pay you. What, what, what do you want to, for the pay? Now Laban had two daughters. The name of the older daughter was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah's eyes were weak, but Rachel was beautiful in form and appearance. Jacob loved Rachel, and he said, I will serve you seven years for your younger daughter, Rachel. Laban said, oh, well, it's better that I give her to you than I should give her to any other man. All right, it's a deal. Stay with me. <laughs> and here we go. So Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed to him but a few days because of the love he had for her. What do you think of that? <laughs> that a man would that man would work. Now let me just say this before I even uh, -huh. uh go, go any farther. You had to pay what they called at that time a bride price. Um, and for a couple of reasons. One, the family wanted to know, you know, that you were, you know, a working man and uh -huh. the, the way you, you know, if you had to pay a price to get them, then they know you were willing to work and come up with the money. Uh -huh. uh, you had, you were a person that would, put forth the effort and have the means. The other thing is uh -huh. uh, many of the families would keep the money almost in escrow so that if something went wrong and you sent her back home, then, you know, there's some money to take care of her. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. So there were a couple of different reasons they did this. Uh, but, if you know, you had to think about, you know, man, do I, do I really want this this bad? I mean, do I really want her this bad that I'm willing to, to pay this price? Now, here's what you got to know. Uh, the average bride price was between 30 
and 40 uh, shekels of gold a year. The average salary was around 10 shekels a year. So you had to invest, on average, uh, three to four years salary in order to get a wife. So it took you a, a couple seconds to, to come up with it, and that was a great investment. What Jacob is saying, I'm willing to invest seven years salary for, for this young lady because I really want her. I really love her. And Jacob said, okay. Seven years salary. That's a lot. About twice the average. And But then it says that the the seven years seemed like a few days because his his love for her made him so anxious to 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 do this to have her that he didn't mind putting in the time. Would you pay the price? What are your thoughts on this before I say anything else? What what are your thoughts about in particular now? Because here's where I'm going with this. Uh-huh. Now, I, I'm not even going to put you out on Front Street and ask you if you would pay seven years uh, price uh, for your lovely bride. We listened to all those wonderful things you said last time, so you probably would pay 15 you know, or, or 21. But, but what, do you, what do you think about having to make an investment in order to have uh, the person you love, what do you what do you what do you think about that? So, looking at this particular situation, uh, you know, I, I I know a lot of men are saying themselves, "Thank God we're not back in those days." But you know, some of that still carries on today. We have dowries uh, in this day. And oh age. yeah, so it's not completely oh, old. No. Maybe not in U.S. culture, yeah, but maybe it should be. Yes, that would cut off, cut out, you know, cut off and cut out a lot of uh, of the drama that goes on. Truth, yes, yeah. You you'd be more careful about getting in, and you think two or three times about getting out, yeah. knowing one what you've invested in, knowing two what you'd have to do to get back into the game. Yeah, you, I think divorce rates would be a lot less. Oh, oh yeah, we work this out because you know I can't afford. You know, uh, it, you know, as one famous songwriter once said, sometimes it's cheaper to keep them. <laughs> it is, but I, I look at the level of dedication that he had uh, to make up in his mind to, in order to make the sacrifice. You know. Um, for what he really desired so much. Now, now, let's not move so fast. Okay. Dedication. He had to make a com- he had he he had to make a commitment and mm-hmm. and stay dedicated to the commitment. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about serious self sacrifice. And we're talking about a lot of effort, a lot of work. Yes. What else? Um. I mean, looking at the situation, I mean, it, it, it just reminds me of, a, you know, to a certain level of what God was willing to do for us. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, he was willing to humble himself, take on the, the form of a man, mm-hmm. and, and, and come on this earth and get crucified and, and buried and have to be risen up again because of his love for us. Now, um, that took time. And he paid a price. And he, and he, he definitely paid a price because... Self-sacrifice. Um, he knew how long it, it would take a long time, but to him it was nothing. Correct. It was just a moment. Yes. For us, it feels like forever. Mm-hmm. And when I look at this situation, um, when when you're so uh, focused on the thing that's in front of you, time is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Time doesn't bother you. But and the scripture says. The reason time and the effort and the sacrifice, the commitment and the dedication, the reason why none of that was a problem is because he loved her. Mm-hmm. See, if, if we're not at this level of love, then all those other things become a problem. It's, it, love brings out the best in us. And when, when we're truly in love, truly in love, we're willing to pay the price. Amen. Jesus was truly in love with us. So you're right to come out of heaven, to wear this stinking flesh, to deal with the temptation, to deal with uh, the, the, the beating, to deal with the, the, the crucifixion. To deal with just, you know, like lying people, you know, just to deal with humanity. To be in humanity, walk in humanity, deal with humanity, die for humanity. For God so loved the world. Amen. And Jesus loved. And he's asking us to, to love people that way. But who do you know that that would love enough that, okay, you're out of way how long? Because, see, here's the kicker. On the wedding night, they have this great feast, and you know, and he goes into the tent. Oh wait, 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 Pastor! You mean he didn't get to try on the shoe to see if it fits? No. <laughs> yeah, he paid the price. He waited to 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 actually be married before he start enjoying the benefits of marriage. Man. But 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 he goes into that tent and see this is why you keep the light on. <laughs> because he didn't he, he did all this to get Rachel. Yes. But when he wakes up in the morning and, and he can see actually see what's going on, her sister's in the bed with him. And he hops up and goes straight to the dad. What in the world did you do to me? Mm. And the dad says, well, you know, that's not quite how we do this here, that the younger gets gets married before the, the older. Mm-hmm. So you got the older. But now if you put in seven more years, you know, you can have both of them. Matter of fact, you can, you can have the younger one now, uh, uh, you know, but you still owe me the seven years. Mm-hmm. And he took her. And did the other seven years. Now, he got two wives out the deal. He was only trying to get one. 
but he put in 14 years work just to secure that one. Would you pay the price? A lot of folk just on the timeline. You know, I can't do nothing else until I, I, I get this paid off. And it's going to take 14 years for her. Well, you know, look, I don't put in seven. The first one ain't who I really wanted, but I got it. And I ain't got to put it in the other seven years. No, 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 no. I love her. So if it takes seven more years, hey, I'm doing it. You know, I guess on a little bit of a, a, a side note, also kind of think about uh, we see the the level of deception that happens within the family. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, people forget um, it wasn't really Jacob's idea to deceive his father. Mm-hmm. It was his mama's idea. Mm-hmm. And, and mama and the brother are just the same. Mm-hmm. Same family, same organization. Right yeah, there. yeah. And and, it, and so that runs in the family, mm-hmm. uh, and that's why he ended up falling for that because. But but so but so he paid the price of dealing right. with the treachery. But he was still with the eyes on the prize. And, and see, here's where we're going with this, David. Yes. There 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 are too many, and I'm gonna talk about the brothers. Mm-hmm. Too many men. That's really not willing to pay the price. Amen. Hold on, they'll play the game. But they may not necessarily pay the price. And we need to stop playing the game with, with women and pay the price for women. Amen. Amen. And the price don't and, and even after he got her, he still had seven more years of work. Because he he owed those other seven years. And it seems so so often that People get married, and, and even if they paid to get them, you know, now now they're trying to, you know, save money. <laughs> when you listen, when you get married, you you keep paying the price. Amen. Well, they you, don't they don't they don't want to pay the price because um, because they've already lived the behavior uh, a lifestyle where they're used to getting it for free. So why do I got to pay for it? Yeah, yeah. This culture, and but see, here's the thing: the paying the price is being the man that you have to be to lead and your family and to help her to be the woman that that God is asking for her to be. Mm-hmm. That's what that, that's that's really what the the real price needs to be. The the real price that needs to be paid that it needs to be that. Yes. That that once I. I say I do. I'm doing everything that that I'm led by God and given the ability by God to do to to make her the very best person that she is. Because love is a person that's trying to 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 do the highest good for another person. I'm putting in my all effort, my my total effort to raise you up to be the very best person that you can. That's what love does now. Mm-hmm. Do you love enough to pay the price? Too often, uh, you know, we love ourselves enough to complain that she's not what we want to be, what we want, and she's not like we want her to be, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, by the way, and wives do the same thing. 
But are you paying the price, brother, to help her to get there? Now, now we know the best she's ever going to be is what she is spiritually. Amen. But the, but for you to be the best you can be to help her to be the best she can be, you've got to pay the price. Do you love her enough to love God enough to pay the price? Do you love God enough? You, you know God loves her and, and wants her to be her best. Do you love God enough that you help her to be ready for what he would have her to be and what he would have her to do? Do you go into it thinking about what's the best interest of God and what's the best interest of the bride? Or do you go into the deal seeing, you know, okay, this look like, like I got what, you know, I want and it looks like I'm going to be able to get what I want. I, I say God is that the question that we should be asking ourselves is Lord, am I ready to be a husband? Number one. And number two, <laughs> is this the, 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 right. the wife that you want me to be the husband of? That's right, because I need, I need the favor. And then number three, no, uh, 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 you know, it, it may be the time and the person, but, but is that commitment there? Yes. Is that true dedication there? Am I going to stick and stay? Am I willing to wait for yes. the Lord to develop me? Yes. To be the husband. I need to be to develop her into being the wife she is is called to be. But Paying that, the price. Yeah, both scenarios, both sides. Yeah. She he has to be in a position to be that, that provider, to be that protector, to mm-hmm. be that mm-hmm. uh uh that that priest of the home and she has to be in that position to be that wife. Yes. Because then when the two come together, it's it just makes your life so much easier. Mm-hmm. I, I met my wife at 18. I'm, uh, September. Uh, first, first, first week of, of uh, that Saturday before the first week of school. Mm-hmm. I saw her over by the vending machines mm-hmm. in Kellum Hall. And and uh, that, that famous question came to me, who is that? <laughs> yeah, she had these. Uh, if I remember correct, they were like gray, or red plant, whatever. And oh man, breathtaking. Yeah. And uh, so later on, I, I, you know, I, I, you know, I came to learn her name and her story and, and whatever. And uh, so I, you know, I just would speak and whatever. I mean, I wasn't wasn't making no great moves. And it wasn't, and at that time we were on the quarter system. So you had fall, winter, and spring quarters. And uh, so spring quarter, we had, we had because uh, for humanities credit, we, we both had uh, a music appreciation class. And uh, she, she sat like a row or something from me, and I kept myself positioned that if she looked just right, to the to the left, I was gonna catch her eye. Yeah, and then we got a little note thing going, and right. And then one one day, you know, I I made the move, try to have a little conversation with her at the bus stop. 
and and she, you know, seemed to be quite interested. You know, had the little smile going on. I you, thought, you were rolling the stone away. Oh, from the doc! <laughs> out of the water flexing. in the flock. I was a hey, flexing. <laughs> but everything went on pause when she asked me, "Do you know Jesus Christ as your personal savior?" It's like, what are you? I mean, this ain't part of what I want to talk about. <laughs> but. In order just to continue the relationship, I had to pay a price. Amen. You know, because at first, uh, you know, I, wh- whenever I did get a chance to see her and talk with her, I had to have my program straight. Amen. Now I had a pretty ragged program, but if I if I knew I was going to expose myself to her, you know, I. I was I, I I got things tight and right for a half a second. You know. I mean I didn't go around her smelling like cigarette smoke. I ain't go around her smelling like weed. I didn't go around her with alcohol on my breath. I didn't go around her, you know, cussing and, you know, doing all the other things. Mm-hmm. She was worth me making those minor adjustments. But she still didn't want any kind of Past first base relations. Matter of fact, she wouldn't talk about getting the first base because I wasn't a Christian. And I spent time with her, whatever you know. We did little, you know, just talking about general stuff and playing gin rummy, you know, while while we talking, you know. But that wasn't in her room. That was that was downstairs in the 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 common dorm, uh, dormitory. Yeah. I forget what you call it, but the little uh, common area. Common area. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you know, I wasn't going upstairs. You know, that was out. I tell you know what you just said. What she, the question she asked you, mm-hmm. to me, uh, in my heart, I just said that's probably the best birth control pill. Boy, look at <laughs> any woman can say to you. Stop, throw the brakes on, because that sets the tone right there. Yeah, but what she gave me a chance to do is to assess myself. Amen. And and and. Uh, and it was uh, over a year later because that conversation at the bus stop happened uh, actually about a year and a half later it was that I actually went to the Bible said that she was going to, mm-hmm. you know. So she kept, like, watering the seed of, uh, of Christianity, of, of salvation. Mm-hmm. And then I came into a situation where I, you know, my interest level was up, and I went to to the Bible study, and I heard the gospel, and and it so impacted me until I think she had a test or something coming up that that Thursday, so she uh, didn't go to Bible study that Wednesday. I went by myself. Matter of fact, I went I went and picked the Bible leader up from his dorm, Gibbs Hall. And and rode with him to the Bible study, and helped set up. I was the first person there, uh, other than those that normally come. Amen. And I heard more gospel. And that night, at that November, November Wednesday night, I accepted Jesus Christ. Amen. Now I'm thinking, hey, I'm saved, so I called her right, and 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 it was just it was a nice conversation. But it's like, well, I'm glad I'm glad you're saved. So it's like, okay, now we're gonna get close and we get that whoa, 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 whoa. You 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 uh 
You need to work on your relationship with God. Amen. Now, although she 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 was wasn't, wasn't dating anybody, she she really wanted to be in a relationship with somebody, but that person had to pay a price. She wasn't she was willing to pay the price of waiting, but uh, she wasn't gonna pay the price of of dealing with somebody that, that uh, the blood wasn't drowned. That's right. And I was somewhat offended because it seemed to be she was, you know, suspect of my even being saved. But I, I wanted God, not just her. And even if I wasn't going to have her, I still wanted God. Amen. And I paid the price to grow in relationship to God. Yes. And then, you know, we we became a friendlier. That's all I can say. And then, and then finally, I got into a relationship with, with with another Christian young lady. I got that wasn't right. You know, I wasn't you know, wrong price to pay here. You know, wasn't who God wanted. Got out of that. And David, mm. it was. Uh, almost five years after, well, I got saved, about four, after I got saved, which meant six after I met her, that we actually decided to have more than just a friendship relationship. But it was a, another five years before we would get married. Because uh, three years later, we thought it was time, but I hadn't paid enough of the price. I wasn't close enough to God, mm-hmm. and and she wasn't going to marry me if I wasn't who I need to be, so that I could probably lead her. So we we cancel a date, mm. and waited another two years. So by the time we got married, I was thirty. And she was two months from being 30. But by that time, I, I had enough to, you know, I, I had I had my 14 years worth of uh, shekels. <laughs> yeah. And because of that, because we both paid the price 34 years later. Amen. We're together with a great marriage. You know, I, I don't know if you saw it on the news uh, today. Um, we were talking about the oldest couple to be married. Mm-hmm. 80 years. Been married 80 years. Been married 80 years. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> a couple from Ecuador. Yeah, it's going to take me a little minute to get there. <laughs> One, I think, was 110, and the other was uh, 104 years old. But see, when you don't pay the price, you know... You're not willing to, to to get it and stay in it. As a matter of fact, you don't. We just want to like let's just hook up and shack up. You know, I mean, you're trying to get it on the cheap, which means you treating it as if it is cheap. Amen. Yeah, that's that's one area where I know uh, men and women have lost the respect. And value for each other. Yeah, but the beauty the of it, the beauty, the smartest thing she mm-hmm. could have done was to listen to God and not jump in because I I was able to focus on my relationship with God. 
and and it's it's my relationship with God that has helped to establish and keep our marriage straight. Amen. She had a relationship with God, and she grew, she grew, but uh, you know the godly marriage. I'm the head of the household. Yes. I, I, I'm I'm the, the the authority with the responsibility. I needed to be responsible. Amen. I needed to know what to do with that authority. Yes. And and paying that price worked that into me, gave me the chance to grow and to be that. Too too many people want to, and see, the same thing applies to ministry. Amen, amen. So, so I, you know, I, I, got, I, knew, I knew when I was 10 that, that I had a calling on my life, all right? I didn't get saved till I was 20. But it was uh, probably about five years in before I got a chance to, 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 to actually do a message. But I was studying. I was, you know, in the word. I was fasting. I was praying, right? Mm-hmm. So, so if you really want to, to get the best, be the best for the best things, paying the price has got to be a regular part of your life. Yes. The Bible says that we need to count the cost. Amen. Amen. And sometimes we, we, we go like shopping. Well, this, this ain't really what I want, but it don't cost as much. So let me go ahead and walk, walk off with that. And, that. and that's the issue that a lot of people have. And a, and a perfect example uh, was the rich young ruler. Mm-hmm. You know, here he is uh, coming to the Lord and asking him what must he do uh, to inherit the kingdom of God. And God said, you got to keep all these commandments. And he said, I've been doing it since youth. And then he says, okay, well, go ahead and sell everything and come and follow me. And it hurt him to his heart because mm-hmm. he wasn't willing to pay the price. Yeah. He still wanted to hold on to certain things in his life uh, because they had more value to him yes. than God. Yes. You and, need to know what it is that God really wants you to have. Amen. And you need to realize what you're going to have to do in order to to get that. And you got to settle it up that you're going to pay the price. Jesus made made it very plain. He says we are to uh, deny ourselves. Yes. Take up our cross. Yes. And follow him. Pay the price. Amen. Everybody wants the best and what, but are you willing to pay the price? Are you willing to put in the time? Are you willing to put in the effort? Are you willing to really figure out what it is you should be paying the price for? He could have settled at Leah. But God had Rachel to be his number one. And he realized that and his heart was so attached. He loved this woman. See, sometimes we do stuff and it ain't love. So much stuff is done out of just Plain old lust. Yes. You know, with with love slapped on it. But real love makes you love. Yes. Keeps you from settling. Makes you willing to pay the price. Ask yourself today. Count count up the cost. What 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 needs what do you need to pay the price for? And then are you willing 
to pay the price. God has his best in store. He has more than you can ever imagine. He's able to do exceeding abundantly above all you can ask or think. But what does that mean to you? Does it mean enough to you that you're willing to pay the price? God's waiting for your answer. Do you want his best? And are you willing to pay the price? Amen, amen. We have to understand that uh, love is patient and it's kind. Um, we have to allow God to work the process in us. And one of the areas in the, in the time that we live in, we you know, in a fast-paced, microwave-type society, we want everything now, instant. Uh, we don't want to wait. We don't want to allow for 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 the for the stew to brew properly and then we end up in predicaments and and unnecessary headaches because of our unwillingness to be patient our unwillingness to pay the price so understand that if god had to do what he did for us and and we are to follow in his footsteps there's a price that we have to pay as well. But notice that his burdens are light. His yoke is easy. He will see you through it. In fact, all you got to do is just believe him, submit to him, and he'll take care of the rest. Obey his word. Abide in him and he'll abide in you. He does all the heavy lifting. It's just our opportunity to be obedient to him. So, Pastor, if you'd like to go ahead and close us out in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much. Oh, God, just for speaking to us today. For reminding us, Lord, that you died. You paid the price. That we can have your very best. It's available to us. But, Lord, you're a good father. You want to bless us, but you know it's dangerous to spoil us. So, God, we we know that we have to invest in what's best. I pray, God, that you will speak to the hearts and minds of those that are hearing this message today, Lord. I pray, God, that you are leading and guiding them to what is good and right for their lives. And, Lord, in the area of relationship that you're guiding them so that they'll be what is good and, and best for someone else's life. But, Lord, draw us to that point of decision that we are willing to truly make the commitment, that we are truly willing to dedicate ourselves. Father, that we are truly willing to love and to be sacrificial and pay the price for what's best for all. Oh God, don't let us settle for anything less than your best and give us the strength to pay the price. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 
Amen. May God keep you. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Morning Word Podcast. We pray that you were blessed with what you heard today. You were able to get some insight on how to live a better life closer to God. If you wish to continue to listen to this word, please subscribe to our podcast on the following platforms. Apple's Podcast, Google Cast, Pocket Cast, and Spotify. If you wish to view us live during our services, just simply go to newpministries.org. That is newpministries.org, where you'll be able to stream live services on a weekly basis. And with that being said, we pray that you continue to reach, teach, and love somebody new. Have a blessed week.